Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. We like that. All in one place for totally free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your cellular telephone or your computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else, those other places that podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify, and when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions, and best of all, it's totally free zero catch we've been using it ever since we started how long gone and ever since i discovered spotify for podcasters i feel like having the option of turning off the q a's and the polls on the user dashboard <laughs> has really helped uh, boost my creativity and take it to another level i highly recommend giving it a try download the spotify for podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started What are we sipping on? All summer long, I've been doing, you know, I love an Aperol spritz. You know that, right? Oh, no. Dude, I didn't know that, actually. But you are you, you are an aging white man, so it's not a surprise. I'm very old, so I love the Aperol spritzes. I drink them <laughs> in the airports, at the college football games, all that stuff. <laughs> There's a, a company called Lo-Fi Spirits. They have a, a canned Aperol spritz, grapefruit spritzy type of thing. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If this is an ad and I'm not being paid for it, I need to know. This is not an ad. This is just me telling you, warning the streets that this... This 4th of July weekend, if you see uh, them jeans posting a grid post about it, it <laughs> okay, okay. just make sure you give it a double tap and, you know, okay. an emoji that is closest to some type of Aperol spritz. Mm. And then if you wanted to, you know, hashtag something thoughtful, that would be really awesome. That would be great, too. Yeah. I mean, I... I but I'm sipping, a, I'm sipping a half mud, half La Croix. We need a name for this summer cocktail. What do you think, Chris? Oh, damn. Don't put me on the spot like that. Usually I need some time with my whiteboard to ideate on concepts like this. You got a lot of white stuff over there, but I know for a fact a board ain't one of them. I think the collaboration with Miracle Seltzer lends itself so nicely because the name is so good oh you're talking about miracle 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 mud. miracle mud is so sick i mean we can hit we can hit that we can get a collab going i mean that's it ain't nothing miracle mud does have an undeniable ring to it doesn't it it's a be- it's beautiful it also sounds like you know something that you could buy on goop it also sounds it, it does sound like store. something that that could be uh, great for your t-zone um if that's a problem area for you it used to be, but not anymore, thanks to Miracle Mud. See, look, it, it flows, used to be a big problem. It flows right off the tongue. So, wait, what is this lo-fi canned cocktail? What is it? An Aperol spritz canned? Sort of like a cross between like a White Claw style, like hard seltzer, but it's made with wine, and it's like an Aperol spritz kind of vibe. So, I think it's like a light, sparkling wine that has like some bitter notes, not unlike our friends at Gia. And then some, you know, some playful citrus from the world of gra- grapefruit. 
Jason, if I'm going to have, if I'm going to enjoy citrus, it better be fucking playful. Okay, mark my words. I don't want any serious Although, citrus. Uh, honestly, what's the fucking point what's of fucking- consuming citrus if it's not playful? What is the freaking point? You know what, Jason? I, I, I have a little, I have something we should discuss because I bet a lot of people in Paris were drinking a beautiful Aperol Spitz yesterday afternoon after they took in the... Uh, I, I think I know where this is going. Fucking bitch-ass Jacques Mou. The Jacques Mou. Look, his, his old fine buff ass... Like, you better call me next time, bro. You got my email. You can bang my line. Don't just steal the swag like that for your entire show. It's crazy, Jason. A lot of a lot of people sent us images from his failing fall winter twenty two show. Kinda, you know, like ever since we started our show and it became an iconic podcast, uh the imagery that we created for it ended up becoming imagery that you kind of see everywhere. So it's true. You know, people will send me like an Instagram dm of like oh here's a gas station from like the 70s and it has like the same font same color same everything like or you you just you just see that blue and green Uh appear all over the place like right as soon as you buy a new car you always see that car suddenly on every block it's that same type of i don't know if there's a word for that i don't know what i don't know if there's a word for that phenomenon yeah it's called swag surfing really quick sorry do you pronounce it because I've heard it Jacques Mou, but you you just said Jacques Amou. Uh, and I, I know that you're more embedded in the fashion world than I am. So I don't, I don't, honestly, it, I don't, I don't know, bro. I call him Simone. You know what I mean? Because that's his for, you know, I don't want to talk about the brand. I want to talk about the man. Simon? Simon Jackamoose. <laughs> Simon, Simon Jackamoose is a hot photographer, or excuse me, a hot firefighter from Idaho. Simon Jackamoose sounds like a, <laughs> like a problematic Israeli stand-up comedian or something like that. I'm going to let it slide um, because I just think it's a, a testament to our influence and how we've we've not only you know crossed uh, borderlines in the beautiful United States, but we've also crossed oceans and we are we are influencing um, a whole a whole new set of 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 cultures i got i got a dm from somebody i think they said that they were they're listening in or they're a fan of the show from from cyprus damn and i don't mean orange county you don't mean the tree or the candle that's crazy no i mean the fucking place the country of the middle east uh it's like a small island right are you sure this wasn't like a were they trying to recruit you for something like what was the vibe Look, not everybody in the Middle East, Chris, is trying to recruit me for something. Unless it's for their pickup basketball game, you know, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm ISIS material. The Olympics are coming up, and they ISIS is looking for a center. I did hear that. I did hear that. So I don't know. We need a big man. We need a big man in the middle. Yeah, I mean, like, because Beirut, Beirut <laughs> has a huge guy up top, and Cyprus has kind of been knocked around because of that. Who do you think is designing the uniforms for the ISIS Olympic team? Chinatown Market. Oh, for one one terrorist organization to another. <laughs> Damn, they, they did it free of charge. That's just a little handshake deal. You know what I'm saying? No, oddly enough, oddly enough, it's probably Mad Happy. That's a good you know, point. They, they, I think those guys have a lot of ties. I think Mad Happy would. I think Mad Happy would happily take blood money. I mean, they took LVMH money, which I wouldn't call blood money, but um, I bet they would take money from a from an no, no, no. unsightly. Mad Happy is definitely is funded by the Saudis. <laughs> So, just to wrap this up, and just they, to wrap they this fooled up. a lot of people, but not me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. LVMH means something different than what you guys are thinking. Just open that third eye. Yeah. Go I'll tell you who's not happy about your fucking hoodies. <laughs> Palestine. Yeah. Palestine hates those hoodies. But I did. So I think that there's something to be said. You know, just to make it clear, 
you know, when the Olympics do air, look out for for the mad happy ISIS jerseys <laughs> on the court. Um, Jason, actually, Jason was happy to be recruited for the ISIS basketball team, but then after he found out Mad Happy were making the jerseys, he actually he recanted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to Simone and the whole crew in Paris. Beautiful show. Did you like the clothes? I mean, I I, I had a hard time. Yeah, I couldn't look at the clothes. I was busy looking at our IP. We obviously our merch game is thriving, evolving, sure, and continuing to innovate. You know, Jacques. He's obviously famous for the tiny, tiny bag. The Chiquito? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, we couldn't, we, we're not going to do a how long gone tiny bag. Mm. That's the tiny bag is, a, is has definitely been done, you know, especially now that Telfar bought a house off of them. Like, it's definitely done. We need to make a how long gone oversized six foot diameter floppy hat. What do you think, Chris? I'm I'm for that half green, half blue. Um, just for the photo, of course. Blue on the top of the hat, and yeah. then the undercarriage yeah. is green, yeah. of course. And his his little ass is gonna have to take the train down to Marseille to shoot the campaign on his boyfriend in the ocean with that hat on, or there's no deal. You think that a situation like this, like, oh, of, of course that is pure coincidence. But then I see a lot of other times where our style, our branding, or whatever has been, I don't know. I mean, it's not, it hasn't been bit, but you can just tell. No, Jason. No, don't, 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 don't be one of these people. Don't be one of these people who, who see <laughs> what people, the kind of people who think everyone is ripping them off all the time and, and talk about it on social media. This is our social media. So I'm not going to let you do this. <laughs> the way to live. No, I, don't, I don't think that I'm, I'm saying of all of, uh, out of a, hundred times where somebody sends me an image of like the gone effect and then it'll be like oh here's a thing that looks just like us i'll be like no you know that's fine that's a coincidence it's the color blue and the color green it's not you know these are primary colors that are quite common in the world and it's a typeface that people use a lot but every once in a while you see it and you're like "Ah," you know And, and what i say to those people is take it because we got more where that came from, losers. I, I appreciate that you think we are innovative geniuses. I, unfortunately, do not have that sort of self-confidence. Um, hey, stick with me, kid. We do have a guest today, a uh, friend of the show, Adam Ray, Montreal's own. Ottawa's the prince of Ottawa. Um, <laughs> he uh, Adam is a, a brilliant writer. He just uh, he actually just edited this, this really nice uh, O32C supplement that comes with a new issue. Uh, I did check it out on Instagram. Unfortunately, because I live in cursed Los Angeles, you can't get a magazine within six months of its release. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'm waiting on System. I'm waiting on Skirt Chronicles. I'm waiting on O32C. It's it's insane Damn, that we deal with this. This is this is basically it's yeah. Have you ever heard of poverty? I mean, obviously, you're such a disgruntled old media consumer that at some point in your life. You're going to have to open up Chris's perfect magazine stand or newspaper stand. Would you ever do that, Chris? I would. I mean, that's my only dream in life is to open one, especially now that I see such a white space in Los Angeles. So all you VC listeners, let me know if you can give me 250. I could do something cool. Getting VC funding to open up a, a news stand, newspaper stand. Bro, these guys are getting VC funding for fucking everything. So like, I mean, yeah, it, true. It, it doesn't seem that crazy to me, honestly. I think it's a kind of a cool idea. And then we could sell our mud there. We could. So yeah, we, it would be it would be it, it would be called the How Long Gone newsstand, of course. It would be small, but it would be it would be obviously well appointed, well designed, air conditioned. Of course, it would sell cigarettes, magazines, and coffee. Mm-hmm. No candy. That's for fatties. What about the browsing rule? I'm not one of those people. I want you to browse. I want you to take photos for Instagram stories. Make sure to tag How Long Gone News because I <laughs> because I'm not. I think that that. The printed media is to be enjoyed, not hoarded, Jason. Okay, okay. So much like the actual magazine industry itself, 
we're not in this to make money. I think we could make money. I think that I think that most people would buy. I think that browsing has to be allowed because if if browsing weren't allowed, where would we right, be? Right, where right, would right. we be? If I couldn't try on the Jacques Mou trousers, am I going to drop exactly. that much coin on them? Sight unseen. The answer is probably no. Exactly. Like where would you be if you hadn't discovered AFI and alternative press in in middle school? You know what I mean? We probably wouldn't be here. Mm, Something to think about. I wouldn't be alive. That's uh, that's for goddamn sure. If it wasn't for Davy Havoc, you'd have already killed yourself okay let's give uh <laughs> let's give ray ray a call how long gone is brought to you by neutrophil as you know you know hair thinning is quite complicated like your skin hair is a reflection of your health uh-oh and internal factors can impact the way your hair looks feels and most importantly grows neutrophil's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress hormone fluctuations and nutrient gaps for visibly Thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding. Thank God. Take the first step <laughs> to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code how long? All one word. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got RAF on the nut. <laughs> Dot com promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com promo code how long. Adam, let's go ahead and get you out of that shirt, big fella. Come on. <laughs> I don't, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need affirmative consent from Chris. We don't we don't know what those words mean. We yeah we don't yeah that's a word we don't we don't subscribe to on this podcast. We actually we can send you our app where you consent. You have to sign a consent form before coming on the show. I forgot to forward you the link. I apologize. Yeah, I didn't get an NDA. There's I felt like there was a lot of uh, documentation I'm lacking. I got sent an NDA this week from a company called Ironclad. And I was like, that is the coolest. I was like, that is, it's like a service that sends the NDA. I'm like, that is the coolest possible name for that service. Like, it really tells you exactly what you're getting into. It's so on the nose that it becomes off the nose. Like, it's so ludicrously <laughs> on the it's nose the that nose. you're like, fuck it. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah, it is in and it. around the nose. Sure. In and around. Like a motherfucking COVID test. <laughs> so, <laughs> Adam, you got COVID? Yes or no? Uh, not to my knowledge. Um, it's possible. Great answer. I had many, many tests, many tests. It's, it's possible. My, okay. uh, COVID personal COVID protocols were spotty. So it's possible. <laughs> you got spotty protocols. You know, I feel like you're a pretty responsible cat. No, in general, in general. Yes. Did you go to a few raves? Did you go to a few raves? To be honest. No play graves. No play graves. Didn't get the invites. I mean, Jason, maybe I'm wrong. Did you get any play grave invites? I have been invited to play graves, but I'm not, I've, I'm out of the game especially when it comes to plague raving like i'm not single i mean that's the only real reason why i didn't go to any plague graves <laughs> you know what I mean? why else would we ever go to a fucking rave it's not because the music it's because we're trying to get our little dingling sucked am i right adam <laughs> you, you said it brother <laughs> no but i just i i think that was the best part of covid for me was realizing that there was a lot of underground parties happening and i was not being invited to any of them there were there were like a couple people on the feed who seemed to be plague raving hard like djing parties i was like this is 
You're just you're really putting Jacques this out Green, here. Jacques Green is a nice guy, okay? <laughs> yeah, don't come for Jacques like that. Former guest of the show, I think Jacques he's cool. Green. I think he's cool, yeah. man. He also, his, his girlfriend is a nurse, so if something goes wrong, she can help him. My girlfriend will just give me COVID. His <laughs> chick will fix it, you know? Yeah, it's crazy. We are not the same. We are... <laughs> <laughs> I don't, uh, but, but Montreal is a known, I mean, it's a known party haven. That's the whole point of living there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not the, yeah. the fake French speaking. It's not the cold winters. It's, it's for partying. I mean, you gotta put, put some, put some respect on Quebecois French. Do you feel like the life has been sucked out of the city with, with no partying? Does it feel, I mean, is it even returning now or is it, it's a slow trickle? The only other place I've really been since it's all started is Toronto, and the vibe is confirmed far superior here, uh, as as usual. Damn, shots fired at the six. Don't come for OVO Chris like that on my <laughs> podcast. Uh, I'm, I'm saying way out of this. I'm too close. I'm too close. <laughs> no, it's it, things are things are coming back here. Like restaurants are open. I was I was in a in a bar with a DJ last Friday. Felt frankly pretty insane but great i felt like a, a sunflower taking in photos this is the process but you, you were eating you were eating dog i you was were eating. eating so you you've been photosynthesizing yeah i've been converting the sun's bounties into energy <laughs> okay damn well first of all happy canada day to you how are things going over there in canada, on oh, canada oh, day? We, we don't recognize canada day yeah canada why not canceled. we're a pro-canadian podcast obviously uh so i'm a little i was hoping to celebrate Canada Day with you. That's why we booked you today, actually. <laughs> so, so sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, you're kind of going to have to dance a little bit on this one. Oh, sorry, bud. We uh, we obviously celebrate July 4th here because we're a Republican podcast. But if you could explain yeah. to me why Canada Day is canceled, because I'm seeing some fuck Canada Day you know, memes on the timeline. So I would love to understand what the issue is. I, I'm not being facetious. I really don't understand what the issue is. Canada's ongoing genocide against its in- indigenous peoples. Way to, br- way to fucking bring the mood down. I want to you talk about asked. hamburgers and know, hot dogs. I don't, know how, I don't know how inside baseball you want to get on Canadian Did you politics. think his answer was going to be positive? <laughs> I thought it was, was going to be like Trudeau. Trudeau got a bad haircut. He's been had a bad haircut. But genocide is, I mean, I know I, I've seen a little bit about this. So, but this is obviously this is a long-standing, ongoing problem, though. Yeah. Uh, so throughout Canada's history, there were schools called residential schools where um, Indigenous people were forcibly attempted. The Catholic Church tried to forcibly assimilate Indigenous children into Catholic norms, and uh, mm-hmm. a lot of people were killed at these schools. And we're basically right now like uncovering all of these mass graves uh, around the country. Oh shit! That's going on right now. The last, the last residential school was closed in, I believe, 1996 or 1997. That is not that long ago. That is really no, not it's that not long that long ago. ago. My, wow. my my bicycle is older than that. So it is fuck. <laughs> so it is fuck Canada Day on this side then. It's fuck Canada Day. So are there people that are like fuck that Canada Day rules? Where I'm still going to celebrate it? Yeah, probably. What do you call those people in Canada? Is there a Canadian nickname for him? A Canadian nickname? No, I'm not. I mean, like, uh, I mean, the Canadian equivalent of a Republican is a conservative, so pro- probably a lot of them. Mm. Well, that's not fun. I was hoping. I was hoping for a little more slanderous terminology. You know? Yeah, what I mean? yeah. Some with a little more venom. You know what I mean? <laughs> We got we got all kinds of words for those people here in, in Venom. I mean, Venom is not very Canadian. We're we're pretty passive aggressive up here, as as you both well know. That's, that's a good point. That that's a, that is true. You wouldn't come at him directly, but I mean, is no. What is J- Jason? What does July Fourth even celebrate? I have to be honest. I thought it was just. <laughs> 
that's that, that's to celebrate our independence as a, as a country moving away from from Europe and starting a new country, starting a new oh, revolution, you know, a damn, new way of life. Cr- thanks to Will Smith. That's crazy. Yeah, thank you, <laughs> Will. Thank you to Will Smith. Damn, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, big Willie style. Yeah, you didn't know that, Chris? Well, Canada, you know, thinks they're both France and England, so it's a little confusing. Um, Very confusing. We have a new fan in Cyprus, Adam. Which I was, I thought, I didn't know the reach was that long. Is this this was surfaced through some sort of deep dive into your analytics, or are you getting fan mail from Cyprus? This is just a this is just an Instagram DM, just like, hey, hey, fam, just want to let you know we rocking with you in Cyprus. <laughs> we rocking with you in Cyprus. We rocking with you in Cyprus. Did you get a vibe? check on what's like what's good in cyprus right now i ha- i did not get a cyprus scene report i don't think they're famous enough for me yeah. to ask them it's, it's a little tough well we're still reeling from this i i'm sure you saw this adam but the the Jacquemus show yesterday was a full ripoff of our artwork i did see that so we're still dealing with that emotionally um and i'm of the mind like the more the merrier you know what i mean um i i think that blue and green are, are great colors uh, so you know it's it's kind of open season out there. Jason feels a little more hard done by. Yeah, I mean I'm the one who has the Adobe membership. Yeah, I don't have the Adobe membership, so it's it's not as it's not as personal for me, I guess. For me, I mean I had the raw files. You understand? I have the PS dot PSD, not just the fucking TIFF, not just the fucking JPEG, not just the PNG transparency. So you're saying, Jason, if someone were able to to somehow hack your computer mm-hmm. and get that dot psd they could do whatever they wanted with our artwork oh they would they would have a field day this is that would be a career ender if somebody could figure out how to make a, a, a square image where the first half is blue and the bottom half is green we'd be fucking destroyed and this is we got to up our cybersecurity. i didn't know this was i didn't know this was an issue man we need ironclad production maybe we can sign up there's i heard about this one called uh, mcafee are, are there any good <laughs> are heard, those guys any good yeah it seems like i mean it's been around since we were kids so it seems, it seems like something i would be interested in using product wise so adam to. how do you think uh, mcafee died what do you think the cause of death was please speculate <laughs> well, um, please speculate. I mean, it, it seems like he he laid it all out there for you. He was what what was he not suicided? Yes, Adam, that's the <laughs> correct answer. I mean, he seems like a trustworthy individual. I don't know why you wouldn't take him at his word. I agree. Uh, his brain I agree. is certainly not Swiss cheesed by forty years of research chemicals. So, ooh, what do what do what do we mean by research chemicals exactly? Is that indica or sativa, or is that something more potent? <laughs> was he not like on the vanguard of uh, strange? new chemical compounds to be taken for recreation adam and, adam you're uh, the super fan you got to tell us i'm not exactly sure what he's been what he's been sucking down i have no virus protection software i'm <laughs> out here just they don't have viruses in canada yeah you guys are good don't they so are you saying that he was experimenting with with new kinds of drugs like a dmt type vibe like, yeah he's doing drugs that are only letters and numbers I'm fa- yeah i'm fairly sure it was past dmt and into the like yeah weird letter number acronym combo so where do you where do you cop shit like that though you have to make it yourself or like what's the <laughs> no, vibe? i'm not like, telling you square <laughs> this fucking guy thinks he can just ask where to get it god damn it <laughs> yeah but i mean is that do you have to have like a biology degree or can you cop on the street you know is this a lamppost purchase or what do we got to do i think you i think the typical way you procure those chemicals is you think you're buying something else and then uh oh, you so take them and it's uh, an accidental and it's a whole other trip it's an yeah. accidental thing. i mean certainly in my experience it's accidental chris you chris you visit the dark web is where you find it 
Oh, because I remember Silk Road, baby. I remember. What'd you say? The Silk Road. <laughs> Silk Road. Does that still exist? That's not a Jacques Mou runway. That is a, a place where you could buy guns, different experimental drugs, as well as children. I was going to say the only time I did drugs accidentally was when I smoked crack out of a weed pipe. You know what I mean? Because I thought it was it was in a weed pipe. You know what I mean? But they put a filter in it. The perfect crime. Who would do this? You know, I was listening to Red Scare and they described John McAfee as. Looking like they were talking about how he looks and it's just it's so it really is interesting how he looks because he looks basically like a Hollywood actor that's been rode hard and put up wet. He looks like Ian McShane. Wait, who's Ian McShane? Ian, Ian McShane is uh, is he in the Pogues? A, I think <laughs> no, he, he looks like he could have been. He oh, is, I see him. I see him. Deadwood. I see him. He's out. Yeah. Yeah. See, mm-hmm. I, he's in Deadwood. He's in all the new John Wick movies. So you you think John Wick number one that was the only good one? Two and three are are dog shit. That's right, Adam. Two is cool because they filmed some of it in Montreal, so that was fun to sit in the theater. Right. And uh, we you know, love that. That's we a Canadian that. thing. We like to we like to point out when things happen in Canada. I've been there. I've heard. I've been there as well. I've been there. <laughs> that's my favorite trolley stop. <laughs> <laughs> you ever you ever hit the the hit the turntables in ottawa chief no i've never been to ottawa i did a lot of canadian shit cities but not ottawa no offense <laughs> no good for you um <laughs> certainly certainly don't go if you uh <laughs> haven't been um if you haven't been don't go yeah some some nice museums but very little else yeah you can go chill with my parents they would they would love to have you oh okay jason loves parents and i gotta say i can be a I, little bit of a handful are your parents okay with that they kind of know uh, just from listening oh, you do great okay you do great <laughs> your your parents are pretty lit though adam from from what i understand <laughs> what are you referring to chris well the first time he met your parents they pulled his jersey over his head and just started wailing <laughs> on him <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> no, I think Adam, I just I feel like you've told me some stories. I feel like your mom is a big live music chick. Am I am I wrong? My my parents went on their own volition of their own volition to a Brockhampton concert uh last summer or about <laughs> two summers ago. <laughs> so sick. In Did Ottawa? they just do that cuz they thought that was the name of a city in Canada? <laughs> yeah. No, they they fuck with Brockhampton. My uh, my wow. my parents spent a lot of time a lot of time listening to new music. There was like a period, I guess, when I was in early university. My father just started like torrenting every album that Pitchfork reviewed. What the hell? And I would go home, and my parents would be like, I don't know, listening to. Have you seen this Arca, Adam? <laughs> <laughs> Then he heard one Kevin Abstract guitar part, and he was fucking, he flipped his lid. Changed his life. It was like the first time I heard 3-6 Mafia. There we go. There we go. We talk about 3-6 Mafia a lot on this podcast because Jason thinks DJ Paul is is on the down low. Do you have any thoughts about that? Uh, I'd never considered <laughs> it, but um, I think that would be super cool if DJ Paul was. We want, no, we want DJ Paul to be happy. But That's we think- not really what we asked you, Adam. Obviously, <laughs> it would be cool if he was gay or pansexual. Obviously, that'd be cool. We want you to speculate. Do you think DJ Paul gay or not gay? Um, not sure. I have simple yes or no. Jason's saying this because he's been he's been personally up upped and downed by DJ mm-hmm. Paul himself. Can you elaborate on the circumstance? It's happened twice. We we've talked about it. We've talked about it a lot, but it, it happened twice. Both times on on the day that I was attending the Edition Hotel in West Hollywood. I'm sure you're familiar with the Edition. Yeah. Uh and and DJ Paul was there the first time and I was I went up and talked to him. I was like, "Hey, big fan of 36." 
and he said thank you and then he kind of wanted to linger do a little chit chat he gave me a little up and down he wasn't pleased that i that i did not have the balenciaga sock shoes on but he was still willing to make it work with me (laughs) and then literally like two years later i was returning to the audition hotel and then that afternoon i saw him shoe shopping at bloomingdale's and the same thing happened i didn't go up and talk to him but he gave me a little lingering look and i was like I'm pretty sure DJ Paul from Three Six Mafia wants to have sex with me, and that's kind of where we're at now. So I'm just—that's why we had you on. I know you're a big fan, just to see how you could maybe shed a little more light onto it. I mean, you're a man of of stature. Perhaps he was. Uh... Yeah, he could have just been stunned. He could have yeah. been stunned to see someone like that in, in person. I'm not. I'm not the first ten point buck he's come across. You know, it takes more more than that. To, to put a little wind in his sails. I agree. I'm going to guess that DJ Paul has attended many NBA games in his illustrious career. I would say so. They're, I think they're fun to go to the games. I didn't know you were such a big 3-6 fan, Adam. I, I would say I, I, I am, yeah. Mm-hmm. Were, you, were you looking for me to elaborate on that? Not anymore. Would you put that on in the truck? Like, is this something you're listening to? Or is this like something you just brings you back to a different place? The YouTube account that like my my, my TV, my, my Roku TV is signed into is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the algorithm seems to be like completely separate from like the one on my phone and the only videos i will get on there are like mm. old juicy j mixtapes and then like really cringe like beginner yoga like hip opener flow type videos <laughs> so, <laughs> that's all that happens in my bedroom you gotta start somewhere I, I mean i'm i'm still stuck on the on the beginner hip opener flow so no I'm not trying to cast aspersions on anyone trying to open their hips i'm right there with you my hips are very tight our listeners know that and it's a struggle i'm locked up it man. doesn't keep me from giving up you're locked up right now yeah terrible acon style <laughs> What are you doing to fix it? Just that, just that little class, or are you doing some other stuff? I'm playing some tennis. I'm coming. I'm coming for your ass from next time in MLA. CP. Yeah, he, oh, wow. this guy, this guy, okay. Jason. This guy says he wants. The, this guy says he wants to smoke. I don't think he understands what the regimen is on this side. Jason, see, Jason. I mean, can attest to my athletic prowess. I heard you serve underhand. Is that confirm or deny? Now let me ask you some questions. <laughs> oh Chris. shit! Oh shit! He he's delivering the smoke like a nice sandwich from Montreal. <laughs> no, no. I mean, we don't. Those guys know how to smoke some. Meat. It's called it's called a feed, Adam. It's not called a serve. It's not like I'm shooting free throws underhanded like I'm a Naismith. <laughs> Chris is right, but also Adam, he he does not know how to serve in general. So I guess you're both right on this one. We'll split this one. Chris couldn't serve a bag of French fries at Arby's. Arby's these fries come in a bag? I didn't realize that. I thought they were more of a box structure. Oh, God damn it. I think <laughs> a curly fry is going to go into a box, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Sorry about my co-host, Adam. I've never set foot in an Arby's. Not, uh, not above it. Just never, it's never come up. Well, you're more of an A and W guy, I bet. All, a, any Canadian uh, urban center is <laughs> speckled with A and Ws these days. Are there A and Ws in America? Yeah, every city. If you go to the worst mall in each city, there'll be an A and W there, and people walk by and they're like, "What do you guys sell?" And they're like, uh, "Root beer and I guess like maybe hot dog." <laughs> we have hot dog and root beer. I don't know. Like nobody. Nobody goes there anymore. Yeah, that's just a place that isn't on my radar. That's like the bottom feeder of of fast food restaurants, I feel like. Like, what's lower than that, Jason? Mm. Is there any fast food restaurant that you would deign to eat at? Absolutely not. Well, is Jimmy John's a, a fast food restaurant? <laughs> 
James Johns, I, I, fast casual. I think it's closer to fast than it is to casual. I'll, you know, I don't want to count it, but I'm going to count it, Chris. Thank you, King. It isn't any slower than the Subway. Eat fresh, and that's the second most popular fast food restaurant chain in the world. I'll say it. So McDonald's is number one. Subway's number two. I thought there were more Subways than McDonald's in the world. No, no, no. That's true. I think there's more locations of Subway total, but I think like revenue wise, I think McDonald's might still be numero uno. I mean that that seems to check out. That sounds right. Don't quote me on that, guys, please. please. I had a call I had a call a I had a call this. this morning and the guy on the call with me, this guy Sam, was was sipping out of a McDonald's cup. Like he had gone there for breakfast and I couldn't it was a business related call, so I couldn't ask him like, "Bro, what the fuck are you doing? Did you or did you go to McDonald's for breakfast? And you're just sipping <laughs> on a, you're sipping on a Coca Cola as we talk about the you know what I mean? What kind of business are we talking about, Chris? Is are you, are you looking for a new landscaper? What what's going on here? No, no, this was professional business. This is real money talk. This is big bag talk. Yeah, McDonald's is a rich man, poor man. You're either you're either talking about M's and B's, or you're I got sixty dollars with your name on it if you're willing to do this. <laughs> I I was really impressed though that, that that I haven't seen a McDonald's cup in action like that because the way that you know I think beverage drinking has become an in, a, a, sort of an interesting thing now with the, with the popularity of the Zoom platform. I'm drinking one right now. You know, Adam's flexing. What do you got in that cup, bro? Single malt. I'm I'm guessing a little um, Perrier sparkling water. Mm-hmm, that's nice. I don't know why I said the brand name. Um, it's it's just sparkling water. Because you're talking to Chris Black. You've told me this story before, and I don't I don't know if I remember the the details. But you told me that, this story about going to a a party in Pittsburgh, party capital of the world. I didn't, and I, my mind was blown. And then I mentioned that to Jason this morning. We were doing our obviously our pre work, researching you deeply, calling our sources at the CIA. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I just remember being so fascinated with this. And how crazy it is. Pittsburgh is super cool. I have a bunch of friends uh, in Pittsburgh that all kind of moved from Cleveland because I guess that's like a progress, like a, a, a city to city progression that is pretty standard yeah, in that, yeah, yeah. that corner of the Midwest. But I went to see a friend DJ at this. Uh, there's a club there called Hot Mass, and it's um, Hot Mass M A S S. Hot Mass M A S S. Is this a gay party or is this a come one come all? The club is the functions as like the lobby of like a still functioning bathhouse so oh when you're paying so when you're when you're paying yeah. cover when you're paying cover you're getting like you're buying an, a night's membership for the club which allows them to stay open and kind of like not oh, not be subjected oh. to the same i guess liquor laws, laws. It's like a bar or a nightclub yeah it's, yeah it's just it's just you're going to you're going to get a fits and you happen to there's music playing adam you've got you've got my full attention yeah and it's like it's just it's a, it's a it seems like a really tight tight crew that uh runs it the sound was was great and uh pittsburgh is a <laughs> shockingly beautiful city like physically beautiful the city is i've either of you been there i actually have not is it it, but it's because it's like an old steel there's like crazy old buildings didn't really take in much of the architecture to be honest but like driving in (laughs) from the airport it's like at the confluence of three rivers so they have an airport (laughs) they have an airport (laughs) yeah that's Uh, crazy not, not especially remarkable but you're like when you drive into the city there's kind of like it's just sort of like sloping hills that run down towards these three rivers and like, no matter where you are in the city, it seemed to me 
my brief time there, there was always one direction in which you could turn and you're like looking downhill. Mm, That is not, that is nice. So you were talking about how this was a crazy club experience story thing. And so far I have learned that there's rivers. (laughs) So is there, is there a, any meat on this bone here? Or was Chris spinning me a yarn? The good people of Pittsburgh go super hard. I'll say, I'll, I'll, I'll leave, I'll leave it at that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, I'm more interested in the idea of us, Jason, hosting a party in a bathhouse. That's really what I'm trying to get to here. Are you sure? I mean, as if this guy, Chris Black, could gay bait anymore. He wants to throw parties <laughs> in a bathhouse. Yeah, I just think it's an, it, it's an interesting way to keep the party going all night long, Jason. The guy who goes to bed at 9.45 <laughs> on a late night wants to figure out how to keep the party going all night long. Yeah, because I, I like to make money, Jason. And if a party goes later, people buy more alcohol. You're drinking in the bathhouse, though? I don't, I, don't, I don't know if that's... What is this, Russia? What are you doing? Just doing drugs then and like sweating? I guess that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, what's, well, yeah what, 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 what further questions do you have? Uh, I got a few. Adam, you got access to some good drugs over there in Ottawa? Or I mean, sorry, in Montreal. In Montreal, they're pretty good. They're all right. Mm-hmm. People seem to be people seem to be really into into uh, psilocybin related stuff, chocolates, capsules, yeah, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. What's the packaging looking like? Are people going hard, or is this some bobo shit? No, actually, yes. There's like it's 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 feels fairly uh, well considered. Branding's on point. Jason's not going to eat any drugs that don't look like a direct-to-consumer startup product, so I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, if there's no QR code on my mushroom, eh, no, no gracias, as they say. <laughs> how much? How much of that O32C money have you dumped into psilocybin? You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I haven't been paid yet, so. Uh... <laughs> Wait, magazines don't pay that on time? No. That's crazy. That's crazy, dude. That's Do they crazy. call it O32C because that's how much money you get paid for each article? It's per it's 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 not per word. It's thirty two cents. No, they paid they paid just fine. What is? Tell us about this supplement because I'm pretty psyched on the suppy. Wait, 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 Chris. It's not it's not a pre workout. You understand a supplement that means it's like an auxiliary piece of the magazine, oh, right? Oh shit. Okay, this has nothing to do with whey protein uh, whatsoever. That 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 would be a that would be a great avenue for them to uh, explore. Yeah, I could see. No, no, no. Don't give them that idea. We're already in. We already have our own line of pre workout. It's called Fuck Labs Katrina. <laughs> Have you ever? Have you? Are you familiar with that natural disaster? That's what uh, we do to the to the squat rack, bitch. Keep walking, pussy. It'll never be the same. It will never be the same. You get fuck labs, Katrina. You will never be the same. I think that's we. Thank you for that, Adam. That, we're taking that one for free. You're never the same because you now have to take chemotherapy as a result of <laughs> yeah, exactly. of, of doing fuck labs, yeah. Katrina. Exactly. Exactly. You got to burn this off. I'm sorry. You will, you will require a catheter for the rest of your yeah. life. <laughs> yeah. exactly. You don't have cancer, but some for some reason you do need chemo. I don't know why. I don't know how, but it just that's the way. Don't worry about Top it. Top scientists are on it, but so far inconclusive. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to figure out what happened to McAfee. So they're they're they're, they're slow on the uptake of the of the fuck lab. They're a little backed up. But but real talk, what what exactly did you do for? for 32c with this supplementari uh yeah so they they uh york from 32c asked me to edit a newsprint supplement like a like a a, a complimentary zine uh that comes came at the summer issue and uh will continue to come out with subsequent issues yeah i mean zines are big right now zines are big zines huge yeah, yeah. um <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, I guess the idea for them was to like create a space where the magazine itself, they strive for, uh, I guess, like density, density, timelessness, tangibility, tangibility, all of these things. And so they wanted a, a space there. It could be a little looser, a little like uh, more in and of the moment. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah, more mm. like product oriented. I think his like the the original jumping off point was they wanted to do something that was kind of like um like a japanese menswear magazine like a, like a popeye or brutus or something like that how much did you buy popeye <laughs> i mean i can't read it so not that much ultimately i got a lot of magazines in my home i cannot read that's a problem trust me i suffer yeah. from the same success <laughs> Honestly, no, it's not. I mean, do you do you do you read? Do you actually read the magazines you have that are in English? Uh, are you coming for me <laughs> on my podcast? What the fuck? No, I'm just asking. I mean, I uh, I would say there's a couple things in every issue that are probably worth reading, and then you know, like O32C, I joke about all the time. That's like the magazine people buy that they definitely don't read because it's just too dense. It's like you really, really? gotta care. I think yeah. people do read it. Uh oh! I think people, <laughs> I think people are gonna read your supplement because this shit's fun. Like that shit about the lacy, the shit about the orange lacy drive. That's content I want. That's good. That's a great hard drive. What did you write about the lacy? I was. Lacy. I I have always been fascinated by like it's obviously the standard hard drive of the creative professional worldwide. But I was right. I was kind of always just curious. I was like, who designed this shit? So I mm-hmm. interviewed the guy who designed it, the guy named Neil Poulton. Shout out to Neil. The story ended up being sort of more interesting than I initially realized. He studied at Domus in Milan, so it was like very heavily influenced by all of those Memphis people. And um, his early projects, like I think his thesis project was a pen that was made out of a plastic that he devised that was designed to like wear down according to like the user's grip like a pair of raw denim Shit. so every person's pen was completely that's unique cool that's actually very cool that's not it like kind of cool shit. like like a pair of chris's loafers exactly Precisely like a pair of chris's loafers so he yeah i guess kind of internalized that sort of memphisy design ethos of like mass produce but with some soul and I feel like I kind of get that from that hard drive. No, you to- you totally do. But those hard drives, it really is like a thing. It's like, I mean, other contenders have stepped into the ring, but I I would mm-hmm. be, you know, it's it's always refreshing to see beautiful design in an everyday object. You're telling me, man. Gotta have my lacy. <laughs> well, hold on. I got a bone to pick. What's this? I, I see this on your Instagram. There's a picture of Kerwin. So what's Kerwin's participation in this? Oh, no. Canceled Kerwin? <laughs> really? Canceled? Well, he's back. Go on. What happened? I mean, I actually, I don't know for sure. But I just heard that he was maybe abusive in a, in some way. This is, uh, yeah, news to me. Also, Jason is not a source on anything. He's a gossip monger and rumor mill. So don't take this. You know, take this with a grain of, of salt. But he did a film festival, right? Uh, yeah, I believe so this week, but the, in, in the context of this like magazine where he, I heard from, from York, he had a huge collection of Walter Van Buren donk, like old Walter Van Buren donk. And we thought it'd be cool to shoot him in, uh, in, in that gear. Jason, are you familiar? Are you familiar with that brand, Jason? No, I'm not. I heard the word donk and I I like that word. Shout out to my Bristol crew. Put a donk on it. Put a donk on it. Indeed. No, it's probably, it's probably one of the more (laughs) 
avant it's unwearable designer of clothes like i would say it's like almost unwearable well i mean i i did the math when you said crow and frost <laughs> yeah good point yeah he's not known for his accessible gear yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's yeah, he's like a he's an Antwerp dude. I think he was part of the of the Antwerp six. Yeah, he's, he's Antwerp six. He's Antwerp but he's six definitely times. of that of that vintage. Uh and just like yeah, makes fucking crazy ass clothing. Uh very colorful, very loud, very unwearable in a lot of circumstances. Notable recently for like publicly beefing with, with Virgil Adlow. Oh damn. Don't come for mm. Jason's man like that, bro. The fuck did you say, bro? He came out looking like kind of an idiot. Yeah, this is why I'm telling Jason to calm down with his Jacquemus because <laughs> it, this just doesn't it because you've you've done a lot of Virgil Abloh coverage. <laughs> yes, I have. I would say you're a Virgil Abloh expert. Uh, I don't know that I go that far, but I think it's pretty difficult to like write about fashion these days and of not course. and not be covering Virgil Abloh. Do you think mm-hmm. Walter had a case though? <sighs> not really. No, I mean he's. <laughs> He certainly probably wasn't the first. I think he was. I think he was pissed off that Virgil had. It was a like a Louis show in which there were like stuffed animals, like Stitch to yeah shooting, mm-hmm. and uh, he seemed to take issue with that. But I I can't imagine that Walter Van Buren Doc was the first person to do that. No, no. I, I feel like Jeremy Scott was doing that when fucking Clinton was office. <laughs> Jason tries to bring up Bill Clinton every chance he gets. I apologize for my friend. We we. And Jeremy, Jeremy and Bill are his kind of guys. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a weird. It's a the freak- only well I know where to, to pull from. It's a freaky combo. Yeah. Okay. So he. Yeah. It, it is hard to to come at Virgil for any of that stuff because it's just like yeah he he stole it from somebody else who stole it from somebody else and yeah I think originality originality is overrated. But if if you're like this truly crazy avant garde Antwerp designer bro and you're like this is my fucking life I'm couture till I die. <laughs> And then you know you want you want that recognition and fame and money and all that comes with it that Virgil has, but you don't have it, so you're gonna get pissed one day and come. But you got to think about Walt, like Walter. I, I don't think someone like Walter and what he's making ever thinks he's gonna make money. I mean, cut. That's like insane. You know what I mean? Like, I think no. I, think I mean, so he's been independent he's actually- since the '80s. Like, I don't think it's about that for him. I do also appreciate anytime someone in that sphere just like pops off and yeah. and and talks some shit, not through PR. Yes, uh, yes. In general, that's a good time for everybody involved. Yeah, I, I no, yeah. no, no, no. I, I agree. I, I, and by everyone involved, I mean people like us watching it from the outside. Maybe not a great time for that. I think that this is just it's it's gotten so rampant though that everybody thinks they're being ripped off all the time and i'm just like guys whoever you're mad at didn't do it first either almost with anything Mm -hmm. and i don't really understand i don't understand what is to be gained i mean sometimes it's like funny like when jason and i are at the mall and we go to fucking where do we go jason where they have the sporty and rich rip that were like amazing it was just exactly the same thing Zoomies. Zed Zoomie. I mean, it was just exactly the same thing. That's just like funny to me. <laughs> what What is the Zoomie Sporty and Rich ripoff called? The pornographic magazine Playboy released a line of clothing. <laughs> and actually, I talked to Oberg about this, and she was like, Yeah, Playboy hit me up and asked if I wanted to do like a collab collection. And she was like, No. And then they just went and cop did a full run. It's sick. A full entire season of clothing that's just sporty and rich and they just changed the word to Playboy. And that and that's it. It's amazing. And and I'm that's probably making somebody like eighteen million dollars, you know? So they didn't even really rebrand it, they just put Playboy on it. Like with a bunny? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll just be the same it'll be like a pair of shorts and it would normally say sporty and rich with like a picture of somebody running or whatever it is. But instead, it says like 
sporty and fun and then it's like uh, it's playboy so good. Bunny, and that's it. that kind of stuff is an homage i mean that's funny when i think of playboy understated minimal loungewear is not the first thing that comes to mind <laughs> but you know Ath- athletic brands should be allowed to grow and evolve and, and change with the times no i agree i agree who are we to put playboy in a box playboy has been making cool merchandise for way before Bill Clinton was in office. That's true. I have one of one of my one of my favorite articles of clothing is a Playboy crew neck sweater I bought in Seoul many years ago. Yeah, actually you said that you did not speak Japanese and you can't read any of your little Popeye magazines, but I but you were in Korea were were you were you teaching English there? Is that true? I spent a year teaching kindergarten to damn kindergarten five year old to five year old children in Korea. Was it in uh, north or south? <laughs> it was the north, <laughs> the northern part of South Korea. I was in a I was in a suburb like just a little northwest of Seoul called Ilsan. Did you become fluent in Korean? Certain, or at least certainly speak- not. Uh, I, I learned okay, some like okay. some basic operational Korean like. Uh, you know, ordering at restaurants, asking how much things cost at stores, mm-hmm. directing cab drivers, uh, easy language to learn how to read. So I, I learned how to read Hangul, mm-hmm. um, but I, I often could not understand what I was reading. You, you, you could even, even both of you could learn pretty quickly. Nah, bro, uh, nah. It's a, we're dumb. Don't no, do you definitely. What do you mean even? Could. What do you mean even? <laughs> Jason's Jason's been studying studying Koreans for a very very long time, but not the language. So it's, it, would, it would it would still be pretty diff- Christopher. <laughs> still be pretty, Christopher. Pretty difficult for him. He's he's familiar with some aspects of Korean society, but I don't think read reading good is his kind of thing. Well, I don't see I don't see how it could hurt to pick it up, Jason. I agree. Yeah, my vocabulary doesn't go beyond uh, the culinary world or the trying to have sex world. <laughs> Those yeah. are the two worlds that you kind of you kind of play in. Often they overlap. Play your cards right, they'll overlap. Yeah. For Jason, they overlap. Every- it's every day for him. Mm-hmm. Kindergarten is twisted, bro. I did not realize that. That's fucked up. No, it was amazing. I uh, it, it was honestly probably the best job I've ever had. Definitely the highest paying. Damn, he's getting misty <laughs> right now. For the listeners at home, he's getting misty and he's checking flights to Korea right now. <laughs> he's saying, "I'm gonna give up. I'm gonna give up all this shit and just go back to Korea and live a simple life." So how long? How long were you teaching kindergartners in Korea for? Like mm-hmm. a couple years? No, a little less than a year. Okay, a little less than a year. And then what made you leave? Um, I went back to school. What was her name? <laughs> I went back. I, no, I, I I came back to go to go back to school for some stupid the reason. The teacher becomes the student. Okay, I'm listening again. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. Well, I didn't I didn't return to kindergarten, so not quite. Um, <laughs> but no, I I yeah, I intended to go for a year, and I left to go back to school, which was like kind of a dumb decision. I did a master's degree that I've never used in any what you got practical a, what you got sense. A master's, what you got a master's degree in, dog? <laughs> I have a master's of public administration, which is like an MBA, but for being oh, a better brother. bureaucrat. Public administration? That's the most Canadian shit I've done ever heard in my life. <laughs> yes. My, my my father was was a policy analyst for the federal government, and I thought public service was a noble path to pursue. It is. But I agree I, that it is. I, I, I wanted to work in municipal government, but graduated into... Rob towards Toronto. Shout out to Rob. I miss you. Yeah, dog. that's your Clinton. That's <laughs> I don't my, think yeah, that's, that's our Clinton, but it is. He's he's definitely our something. Do you think Rob Ford ever built with Epstein, or you think they're kind of like different waves? Still different waves. I don't still think building. they were. I don't think he was e- even close to the same tax bracket. To <laughs> that's like, a good point. I don't. I don't think he was of interest to Epstein. He was. He was not getting it like that. 
Don't speak ill of the dead. Rob Ford is a big cat, man. That's a big, big old dog. A lot of sap in that tree. So you're saying that you're saying that you you graduated with this big degree, you're ready to go, and then you you got out. And you're like, damn, I can't even work for this fool because he's smoking the pipe. Uh, I mean, I I think I probably would have, but uh, you know, his government was not really hiring people. Oh, they were in a hiring freeze. <laughs> yeah uh yeah and so i never i never really pursued that path i ended up working at a cool guy streetwear store called nomad and um found my way into the stupid world of fashion from there oh god what was your dj name but <laughs> i never i did not have a dj name come on come on no i i, I, I didn't i uh okay. no i did he's, I, he's nasty said, on the decks he's nasty on the decks but he just goes by adam ray he goes by his government it, jason the government name um i did have a you're a re- municipal I, dj <laughs> it's a public service jason we consider this to be a public service so i understand like it's it's very similar to, to a dj set thanks to the thanks to the good people at anchor it is free but hey there you go you get it you sounds get like it. you've listened to this podcast before is that true or false it's true i have I, I i tend to i tune in when when someone you have a guest that i know on the show and i and i have listened i listened to a couple this week in preparation for for today i also did my homework he goes back okay. he, you know you know who adam's friends with so this tells you how twisted he is turn tom <laughs> that's who adam goes way back with i did tune in for turn tom's episode that tells you everything you need to know jason and you're telling me you don't know about weird drugs come on dog <laughs> come on dog he's the he's the turn tom is made out of weird drugs Turn tom is a, the face of weird drugs a lot of people in my life who love the show and were sending me their like top like top five episodes it takes a village to be a guest on this show can we get the demographic of these folks um that'd be great for us just we're trying to kind of secure some deals right now <laughs> This one, more shockingly, all women. A lot of women I know love this program. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Shout out to all. Shout out to all our female listeners. You know what I'm saying? Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> the same. The same reason why mostly guys tune in to call her daddy. Mostly girls <laughs> listen to call her TJ. Although I will, I will. <laughs> they want to know nonsense. You know, real life, straight talk. Show you how, yeah, straight talk. Show you how it's done. You know, I will say every time I've been in public with Chris and he's been clocked by a fan, it has always been a a, a typically like bekakied male individual. <laughs> Not bekakied. <laughs> the last time, the last time I was with Chris in public and someone came a, approached to introduce themselves, it, they looked like a. I don't know, like a junior associate Wall Street kind of type. <laughs> That's I like that. I like that more. We yeah, because this is a I got get money fans, Jason. You got losers that eat too much. You could have you could have worked yeah. with that. Jason's got guys that eat too much, and I got guys <laughs> that exercise and make money. That's that's okay. A, that's um, a yeah, my 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 fans are meat eaters, and your fans are meat packers. Is what you're saying? Damn, maybe maybe they go to the club. Maybe they go to Pastis on a Friday. So what? Let let it was, them. It's more it's more of a financial bro. They have a oh, stressful man. stressful job. They got to cut loose. They do have to cut loose. Yeah, none of us can relate. We do not have stressful jobs. Let's be honest. No, you know I mean we don't really need to cut loose. Life is good. We're podcasting at no, you know noon on a Thursday. Well then, Chris, if that's the case, then why are you so wound up? Oh, because I am uh, uh take th- I get mad about stuff that doesn't matter. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> kind of it's kind of my thing. I get really upset over things that don't matter at all, and then. The thing with that is when you get over one, there's always another one looming around the corner. All right. Well, Adam, you're you're I feel like you're a very intelligent person and you seem to know Chris well. Why do you think Chris might get wound up and care about things that don't matter? 
Well, <laughs> uh, he seems to have a lot of energy that needs to be directed somewhere, and one man can mm. you can only do so many two a days. <laughs> maybe maybe if he learned how to serve a tennis ball properly, that would be a good source. Uh, oh! Okay, all right. Well, Adam, Adam, thank you for joining us. That would uh, help once, out, wouldn't it? That Adam, thank out. you for Adam, thank you for joining us. And I've I've already called border control. They're not going to let you in. Mind <laughs> games are starting now. Yeah, Chris is the kind of guy that will try to get you deported from your own country. Adam, not me. I welcome this type of chatter. You're welcome anytime on the show. Thanks, Jason. Anytime. Yeah, Jason loves when he has an ally. But Adam, honestly, thank you for joining us. It's a pleasure to catch up. Um, guys, go cop the new issue of O32C to see the supplement that, that Adam put together. And Adam, where, where, can they, where can they follow you on the World Wide Web? Uh, I'm on all of the regular platforms at uh, <laughs> Stupid Handle I have had to stick with because mm, we've been there. You know all about this. You're talking to them jeans right now. Okay. Don't forget it. No, he likes them jeans, does, doesn't he, Adam? Yeah, love them. <laughs> uh, en français, um, c'est them jeans. Uh, <laughs> you can, you can, you can, yeah, find me at, uh, at terminal underscore avenue on all of the regular platforms. Okay. That's my favorite yellow card song ever. That's a yellow card song? No, it just sounds no. like one. I was just trying to make Close. fun of you one last time. Thank God. Come on, Adam. You would, you would know if it was, you would know if there's a yellow card song with your Twitter handle. It's called Ocean Avenue. Jason, play us out with Ocean uh, Avenue. I'm obviously by... playing the beginnings of Ocean Avenue by Yellow Card right now. One of your favorite tunes, Adam. I would have played it anyway because I know you're such a big fan. But thank you. Do you have any shout outs as we uh, head off into the sunset? Uh, no, thank you guys so much for having me. Damn. Classic Canadians. No shout outs. Later, guys. I'd rather not. <laughs> Too risky. <laughs> <laughs>